baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Uh, we talked about it last week about the new um, requirements in the state of Minnesota to uh, change the way the kids learn to read. Well, they're doing that in St. Paul Public Schools as well, which is why we uh, bring into the conversation Joe Gothard, who's the superintendent of St. Paul Public Schools. SPPS Reads. St. Paul Public Schools Reads is the uh, program, and we welcome Joe into the conversation on the John Schuster Colwell Banker Hotline. Uh, tell me, Joe, what is St. Paul Public Schools doing in this regard? And I guess, how does that align with how the state of Minnesota is changing the way that uh, students learn to read? Well, good morning. It's great to, to be on with you and to talk about reading. You know, it's, it's something that obviously with school and, and our earliest learners that, that we want to ensure that all of them are, are learning to read and being successful. But it, this really starts three years ago when we were due to receive more than $200 million in federal aid in the American Rescue Plan, uh, we said this is our time right now to make sure that we're addressing this by purchasing new curriculum, by engaging in new training, and by having the staff that are required to provide the intervention and the support that's necessary in classrooms. So I feel like we're a few years ahead in terms of the READ Act, and I'm very thankful and grateful for our state leaders that they passed that legislation. Um, but now the real work is, is at hand. We want to ensure that all of our students are reading at or above grade level. Hey, Joe, thanks again for joining us. Um, you know, we recently, Adam and I, just last week talked about, I, I know this was Minneapolis, not St. Paul, but, you know, half of the students not being able to read at grade level. I, I'd like to know what is the difference between what we were doing before and what we're going to do now that's going to help us improve that? Well, the, the science of reading is, in the training that most of our teachers have taken, uh, there are many different options available, but one that the state is going to uh, make available is language essentials for teachers of reading and spelling, letters. Uh, you might hear it referred to as, and in that, teaching children how to decode words. And, you know, there's a documentary we're showing uh, tomorrow night called The Right to Read, and it really talks about the history of this work. Some of you, Adam and Jordina, you might remember Sesame Street or Electric Company where, mm-hmm. you know, they were, they were using skills of sounding words out, putting letters together, making meaning. And, and those are ways that we've got away from with a lot of the more recent curriculum that are available. And the three cueing method is one method that was used in balanced literacy programs, where it was very much more about uh, looking at pictures, making meaning from what you think the word might be. Um, you know, and, and, and very little about decoding and working out the complex combination of the letters and the phonemic awareness of, of how letters sound uh, when they're put together in words. And then, of course, having the meaning. So it's a, it is a different approach when you're decoding words versus you might be guessing what a word might be and memorizing it. And I've been in our classrooms and I'm seeing students that are developing a confidence that I have seen lacking, uh, you know, in, in my career. We're talking to St. Paul Public Schools Superintendent Joe Gothard. Joe, can you explain how this method of teaching also helps close the uh, the achievement gap with students of color and maybe students who um, 
speak a different language than English. Yeah, and, and, and again, that's a huge part of our um, school population. You know, a third of our students are identify as English language learners, and, you know, we are a, a global uh, school community. So it's it's very important to us. And, um, and so we're ad- adapting this. And, you know, I've been in some of our, our schools and, and know that our staff, whether it's a dual language immersion school or that we have children that are English learners, um, you know, they're learning these same skills. I mean, in fact, it's more important. Of, of learning how these these words and, and this alphabet come together to sh- to form words, how they sound, um, how they can look for uh, those combinations and other words and build their vocabulary and their comprehension through that. Um, so it's 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 something that again we're doing now. Remember when we talk about the earliest learners, we're talking about learning to read. As students progress and get older, we're talking about reading to learn. So that foundation mm-hmm. is so important because we expect mm-hmm. students in fourth, fifth into secondary school to really access information, to build comprehension and meaning and extension. Um, but if there's not the foundation of learning to read, it's very hard, you know, to pull out that technical information from a biology textbook that I taught from, for example. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So, Joe, is this change going to be now in all schools? Because you mentioned immersion, and my own three children are products of immersion schools. They went to Spanish immersion, and um, they we've had I, – I can only say great things about immersion schools. They are public schools. You know, they're offered uh, by the state of Minnesota, which is fantastic, and we jumped on that. But yet, I, may, I guess maybe I didn't focus that much on how they learned because they were learning to read in Spanish – you know, um, and we speak English in the home. So will this be adopted on all levels? And then will the immersion schools have to change their way of teaching? Was it ever different? No, I, and I, that's, that's a great question. And I think anytime you're introducing a new curriculum, uh, you know, a big change, especially to someone who has an established belief or success in the way that they were doing things, uh, you know, it's always challenging. What materials do I have? What time do I have to learn it? Uh, but, Jardina, I, I look at it this way. My philosophy is see all, serve all. And if this is our requirement and this is what our district has adopted as a strategy, it really is for all students. And that means that whether a child has, um, you know, accommodations uh, through their individual education plan, special education, then we're going to find a way to modify and adapt our curriculum to to ensure that we are seeing our students and serving them in the way that they deserve to be modifying and adapting that curriculum uh, with the teachers you currently have on staff joe can you tell me about when you your district hires teachers who are like fresh out of college or fresh out fresh out of graduate school uh the the i'm sure it's different but the colleges and universities now how are they teaching our future teachers to teach this subject you know, one of my closer colleagues is uh, Dr. Amy Smith, who's the interim dean of the School of Education at the University of St. Thomas. And, you know, we've talked about this. And I think that many um, colleges have seen this as a, a real need to, to switch the way that we're that they're uh, teaching and training their teachers to, to learn how to teach reading. So I don't think it's as foreign to uh, St. Thomas as uh, perhaps it could be to some other schools. 
But, but look, we've got to do a great job of identifying teachers who are ready to do a great job in our classrooms. I can't put it all on our higher ed partners. Uh, we have to also build internal capacity uh, to make sure that not only do we train teachers who need it, but we have ongoing support for them as well as they grow. Are you are you having an issue getting teachers? We know that, you know, there's lots of lapses in the workforce. Are people still applying to be teachers? Do they want to do this job? Are you getting good quality candidates? Um, yes to every question you just asked. I mean, it, it, it's still uh, really challenging. We've hired well over 1,000, 1,500 this summer um, staff to us, so not all teachers, but it remains a challenge. And, you know, I'm spending time more and more in classrooms right now, and I can see and sense and feel uh, the real challenges that, that staff are having. Um, you know, we, although we had an incredible support from the state government in terms of the legislative session, um, mm-hmm. You know, there are 20 years of lagging funding that I can see and sense when I'm in our schools. So it's not going to get done in one year. We're not going to normalize what it means uh, to be an adequate and effective educational system um, until there's many years of sustained funding where we can build the capacity of our mm-hmm. staff and we can provide consistency to our students and families. Dr. Joe Gothard, superintendent of St. Paul Public Schools. Again, the Right to Read will be uh, airing at Humboldt High School tomorrow night, uh, 5.30 to 8, and then uh, next Tuesday, the December 12th, at Central High School during the same time. Dr. Gothard wanted to also uh, mention this Saturday you're doing its uh, school choice fair. What is that, and uh, where is that happening? Well, I, I get asked this all the time because uh, even in my neighborhood or if I'm hung about in the community, Hey, Joe, I've got a kindergarten. What uh, what school options are there for them? And mm-hmm. honestly, it is a wide variety, uh, more than 20 um, options in terms of all the available programs that we have to offer in St. Paul Public Schools. I think people are absolutely blown away and amazed when they realize what the educational options are in our St. Paul Public Schools district. So come on out to the River Center. We are there all day. It's one day that the entire district is represented. And it's, for me, it's a it's, it's like a big reunion. It's a lot of fun to interact with our community and welcome um, new or curious families that, that may want to enroll their children in our school district. Uh, so I really look forward to it and invite the entire community uh, to come and check it out. I love that you're doing that because, honestly, I think people don't realize all of the options. You think, oh, there's private school, but you got to pay for that, yet... There are, you know, state run or city run schools that that are available that are alternative choices. And I know so many kids maybe that started out in like their, you know, district school or their their city school and then made an alternate choice and are just killing it and thriving in an alternate choice. So thank you for doing that. Um, Before we let you go, Doc, I wanted to know if if any of us can watch the movie, The Right to Read, if we don't make it to that event. Like, is there a link or can we see it? I'm so glad you asked this question. I think everybody needs to watch it. Um, but unfortunately right now it is a, it's a paid or it's a proprietor's, um, viewing that we have. So we have a license to show it for these showings, but I don't have a way to make it accessible at this point. Um, but I have to tell you, have to community, uh, anyone listening, please come and check it out. I think you would be, um, absolutely, um, angered and heartwarmed and i think you'll have a range of emotions when you see exactly uh, what the science of reading can mean for our future democracy and our society dr joe gothard uh, superintendent st paul public schools thank you for the time today and we'll uh, keep checking in as uh, as the school year progresses and these changes are made appreciate it 
Yeah, thank you. It was great to catch up today. Have a great day. Thank you, sir. Dr. Joe Gothard. Uh, it is a 1049. Yeah, we need to be talking about this more. We mm-hmm. need to be talking about school options more. We need to be talking about doing things differently because I think that we can do better in education. And I, I believe we all think that. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 